thought you were gonna start that. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Bros and Booze. Um, we are back on the same day because we do it for the fans. Yo, my name's Diego. My name's Robert, and this is Bros and Booze. We talk about bros and booze and how buzz we are. Speaking about how buzz we are, how buzz are you? I'm um, I'm like a solid three. Really? Say 10 is drunk. You're at a three. 10 is like that one time when we went downtown and I threw up on Jenny's car. Oh, okay. If we're talking, was that that same night that you got me in that recording? (laughs) (laughs) If we're comparing it to that night, then I'm probably a three too. Three or four. (laughs) I was was talking about, hey, real quick, real quick. (laughs) You got me at an off angle. <laughs> well, that's drunk, isn't it? I guess. Or is that wasted? That's drunk. I was wasted when I got home. <laughs> but I was okay. Crazy. Say say on a buzz level, I one was, to ten. I was fucked up. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> All right, one to ten. How buzzed are you? Honestly, like two or three. Really? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Really? <laughs> no, I'm like a good... So you're saying you're trying to get this up with this shot of Jim Beam? I'm at a good six right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today, guys, we're switching it up. Stories are still the same. All calls a little different. What, what do you got? What do you got with you, Diego? Um, I, get, I got what your leftovers. <laughs> You got my leftovers. <laughs> Leftover of Jim, Jim Beam. I'm not a whiskey person. Never had whiskey besides Fireball, which is gross now. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fireball's disgusting. So uh, I'm drinking like two sips of Jim Beam that Teal left me. It's like half a shot. Yeah. It's not bad. What about you? I got... All I had left was Michelob Ultra. And I got uh, Buchanan's. Or for all the Mexicans out there, Bucanas. Even though it's not called that. Even though it's not called that, yeah. Fuck that guy that did that video. <laughs> what are you, dumbass? No, didn't he say, what are you, retarded yeah. or something like that? There's an ad in that. There's no there's no Mexican. Why would an Irish man yeah. say Bucanas? Man. Bucanas, Bucanas, whatever. It's I'm drinking a shot of Bucanas Being and Michelob. <laughs> But yeah, real quick, I just want to say, I had um, Jack Daniels, Jack. Da- I don't like Jack Daniels, but I had Jack Daniels Gold and Jack Daniels Single Barrel on Tuesday. Pretty fucking good. I might buy a bottle. What is gold? You'll find out. I'll buy it and you can have it when we record next. No, I wonder what it is. I don't know, it's just really good Jack Daniels. Is like Tennessee honey? It's way better than Tennessee. First of all, Tennessee honey is trash. Never had it, so I can't really. Well, I'll buy a bottle of that. <laughs> I'll buy a bottle of gold and single barrel. I'm really not, guys. I'm struggling to pay rent this month. <laughs> this podcast really needs so to take support off. Us. We don't have a Patreon yet, so you can just zell me our yeah. legit cash app, Apple Pay. If you really want to support us, email us, frozenbooze.com. That's spelled with Z's. Uh, or dot com at gmail.com uh, if you're it's, serious okay it's bros b-r-o-z and 
A-N-D, booze, B-O-O-Z, at Gmail. Yeah. And uh, if you're really serious about supporting us, you can email us. And uh, we'll give you our Zelle information. That way you can send us a book or two. Yeah. Because if you've ever seen Tito's cat, it's fucking large. That's where all my money goes. Yeah. Like, if you look in in Tito's freezer, which I did earlier when he's in the bathroom, he just has one pack of steak and an empty ice tray. A. But it's a family size. (laughs) It's family size steak. That can feed us for like two or three days. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Did you check my other cupboards? I have macaroni and cheese. <laughs> you don't eat that. I could, but I don't. I also have bagels. Whatever, man. We're living lavish. <laughs> I know you don't know him, but like Chris DeLeo would say, I'm dentless. You're what? Dentless. What's that? Means I don't have no dents in my bank account. I'm fucking rich. <laughs> You're just talking about your debt right now. It wasn't on the podcast, so it wasn't on the episode. No one knows. So I'm fucking rich. I don't have no debt. I mean, look at your chairs. They're all ripped up. Yeah, that's because of my bitch-ass other cat that I had. <laughs> Dude, Harvey was just scratching at this chair. Yeah, spray him. He knows how to listen. My other one didn't. Anyways. Should we take the shot? <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Hey guys, listen. You're just trying to. <laughs> You're stalling. So stalling. I'm I, ready I when say, you wait, wait, wait. I say we switch shots. Fuck that. I say you take this full shot. I say fuck that. Look at. You. You're bigger than me. Oh shit. That's fucked up. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that although you are skinny and super fit, <laughs> you, I am not bigger than you. <laughs> but you don't have to drive. You're at home. I thought you were going to sleep over. Mom well, doesn't let me. I'll talk to her. She doesn't speak Spanish. What? She doesn't speak Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Exactly. So you can't talk to her. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's take this shot. Alright. Um, for all the bros and booze out there. Tito's probably gonna like, gag. Boy. And I'm gonna gag too. I'll probably gag. <laughs> but if you guys wanna take a shot with us, um, go ahead and pause right now. No, don't pause. We'll give you five seconds. Alright, I think that was five seconds. Yeah, I looked at the timer. But, uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I just counted. <laughs> um, if you haven't gotten it though. Pause and then unpause and drink this next shot yeah, with us. Because we're gonna do it in. <sighs> Cheers to the bros and the booze. This year we're gonna make like five bucks off this channel, so I wish. Alright, here we go. That'll pay for our little scissors piece that we just had. On three. I'm scared. One? No, I have to stop. Do it for the bros and the booze. <laughs> this is for a rich and fortune. <laughs> Ready? Right, Clink. Ready? Fucking take it! Stop, stop. No, it's gonna spill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's that's the noise. All right, I'll do it. Thanks. Cheers. Arriba, para abajo, para el centro. This is oh, center. I don't do this shit. Like fucking. I just cheers to whatever. Go. <gasps> oh. 
Ugh, why has anybody ordered this? Uh, okay. I overreacted a lot. It wasn't actually wasn't that bad. Yes, I am crying, but <clears throat> I'm just gonna talk like this for the rest of the podcast. Loki just threw up a little bit of my mouth. That bad? I don't know. It's okay. Ugh. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm not a whiskey person. <laughs> See, he wanted the shot. It's okay. Get out of here. Ugh. All right. Well, now that the shot's done with, you want to get into your story? Oh, yeah, guys. <clears throat> Today's going to be like a part two urban legend. Yeah. That's it's, a uh, it's my turn. Yeah, that's my bad. I kind of took up the whole time. During the last episode, <laughs> it was supposed to be a two, two in one episode, but you know what? This this way, you guys get more. Yes, um, mine's gonna be about the Watcher. The Watcher. Ever heard about him? Isn't there a movie about him? I think so. Like a Netflix movie or something. Back the fuck up. Sorry, talking to my cat, trying to get on the table. Um, no, honestly, when you say the Watcher, I kind of think of Slenderman, even though they're not related. Anyways, I mean, educate me, man. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna watch. We're gonna replay this episode a little bit later. You're gonna hear me throw up a little bit. I got that was gonna come out no homo. <laughs> it's all good I drink it back up guys don't worry <laughs> <laughs> alright so the watcher is in New Jersey <clears throat> it's pretty much a house that a family bought the house was built in 1905 and they bought it and they started getting some strange letters like threatening but kind of like weird like creepy letters like saying like wait in their mailbox yeah in their mailbox i might know who you're talking about yeah maybe continue yeah but uh they started like as soon as they moved in like a couple days in they got their first letter pretty much like you know telling them like oh what brought you here blah blah, blah. thank you and then you and it starts pretty much and then it starts getting like more and more like creepy and kind of threatening I guess uh, but they ended up selling the house because the house like right now like I looked it up it's worth like a little over a mil really a million dollars yeah and they bought it for like 955k 955 and it's worth mm-hmm. a million yeah um... and then they, they sold it I forgot how much they sold it for but they didn't make any profit and they lost it wait wait they bought a house for nine hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars, <laughs> something like that. Fuck, were they white? Probably. The, the, Fuck that, dude. That's expensive. <laughs> I didn't have time to process that. I thought you were rich. Oh, I mean, I am, but bug still. <laughs> I'm rich. Don't get me wrong. I got fucking bands. Like you wouldn't hear bands. No, no, yeah, like, like of course, bands. of course, you wouldn't understand. But I got bands. Like bands? But I'm still cheap. Like, my heart is still cheap. I make at least 300000 a year salary. 
<laughs> at least, at least. That's with no overtime or anything. But shit, Shut up. I'll still be going to get fast food through the drive-thru. You mean 30000 <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. 300000 You don't know who I work for. I know people. I know. But I'm so I cheap. when you drive. Yeah, I drive that because I'm so cheap. I like saving money. I like to see that fat bank account. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you use earn national I don't know what earning is, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Oh, you're in my house right now. That's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I own the whole apartment. <laughs> That's fucked up. Our listeners don't you know said that. This. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, we're Yo, running out we're of like time. Half- so uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, <laughs> go ahead and email us at bros and booze. We love you. We're like halfway into the episode. Right? We're talking about MMA. It's because you stalled so much on your shot. All right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, because it was gross. Forget about how much money I make. <laughs> All right, so back to the watcher. Go ahead and get started. Sorry, guys. All right, yeah, yeah. Time to enjoy this episode. Brought to you by Kellogg's. I'm feeling like a three. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I'm like a 300. I love you 3000. Oh, dude. That's the wrong time to bring that up. Sorry. All right. One night in June, 2014, Derek Brodus, it's spelled B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S, I would assume, I'm gonna pronounce it like that, had just finished eating an evening of painting at his new home in Westfield, New Jersey. When he went outside to check the mail, Derek and his wife, Maria, she's Mexican, had closed on six-bedroom house at 657 Boulevard three days earlier. Damn. And were doing some renovations before they moved in. So there wasn't much in all, much in the mail except a few bills and a white card-shaped envelope. It was addressed in a thick, clunky handwriting to, quote-unquote, the new owner. And the type note inside began warmly. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. For the Brodises, buying 657 Boulevard had fulfilled a dream. Maria was raised in Westfield, and the house was a few blocks from her childhood home. Damn, real quick. I am so sorry. I just Googled a picture of this house. Motherfucker. It looks like the Amityville Horror House. It's six bedrooms. Yeah, it's fucking huge. Oh, I was imagining like a two-bedroom house. What? I'm sorry. That I mean, that's what I was just imagining. But okay, continue. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Derek grew up working, uh, working class in Maine, then moved his way up the ladder at an insurance company in Manhattan to become a senior vice president with a salary large enough to afford the $1.3 million house. Fuck. The Brodises had bought 657 Boulevard just after Derek celebrated his 40th birthday, and their three kids were already debating which of the house's fireplaces Santa Claus would use. But as Derek kept reading the letter from his new neighbor, it took a turn. How did you end up here? The writer asked. Did 657 Boulevard call you to the force within? The letter went on. 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and it... um, 
and it approaches its 110th birthday. I've been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. My father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. The author's renaissance. The author's reconnaissance? Yes. That, that's perfect. No, it's not. <laughs> author's re 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 spell it. Let me see. Let me see. I got you, Diego. I read uh, the author's reconnaissance? Are you sure? I mean, I sounded pretty confident, right? I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Had apparently already begun. The letter identified the Brodus's Honda minivan, as well as the workers renovating the home. I see already. I see already that you have flooded six five six five seven Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it was supposed to be. The person wrote, "Tisk tisk tisk." Bad move. You don't want to make six five seven Boulevard unhappy. Earlier in the week, Derek and Maria had gone to the house and chatted with their new neighbors while their children, who were 5, 8, and 10 years old, ran around the backyard with several kids from the neighborhood. The letter writer seemed to have noticed. You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think you are the, you are the, you are three that I have counted. The, the anonymous... The sorry. The woman's going to get them. They have the, children. <laughs> the anonymous correspondent wrote, before asking if there were more on the way... Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it agreed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Sorry, Jose. And Ooh. Jose's other friend. I mean, Tito's other friend. Dang, they're not <laughs> below us up. The envelope had no return address. Who am I? The person wrote. There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. May I, maybe I am in one. Look at uh, any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard. All the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. The letter concluded with the suggestion that this message would not be the last. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Followed by a signature typed in the cursive font, The Watcher. It was after 10 p.m. and Derek Brodus was alone. He raced around the house, turning off lights so no one can see inside, then called the Westfield Police Department. An officer came to the house, read the letter, and said, What the fuck is this? He asked Derek if he had any enemies and recommended moving a piece of construction equipment from the back porch in case the watcher tried to toss it through the window. Derek rushed back to his wife and kids uh, who were living at their old homes uh, elsewhere in Westfield. That night, Derek and Maria wrote an email to John and Andrea Woods, the couple who sold them 657 Boulevard, to ask if they had any idea who the watcher might be or why he, he or she was, she why he or she had written. I asked the Woods to bring me young blood, and it looks like they listened. Andrea, Andrea Woods replied the next morning. A few days before moving out, the Woods also had received a letter from the watcher. The note had been odd, she said and made similar mention of the Watcher's family observing the house over time. But Andrea said that she and her husband had ne never received anything like it in their 23 years in the house and had thrown the letter away without much thought. That day, the Woods went on, went with Maria to the police station where Detective Leonardo Lugo told her not to tell anyone about the letters, including her new neighbors, most of whom she had never met, and all of whom who were now suspects. The Brodises spent the coming weeks on high alert. Derek canceled the work trip, and whenever Maria took the kids to their new, ho new house, 
she would uh, yell their names if they wandered into a corner of the yard. When Derek gave a tour of the renovation to a couple on the block, he froze when the wife said, It'll be nice to, to have some young blood in the neighborhood. The brothers' general contractor arrived one morning to find that a heavy sign he'd hammer into the front yard had been ripped out overnight. Two weeks after the letter arrived, Maria stopped by the house to look at some paint samples and check the mail. She recognized the thick black lettering on a card-shaped envelope and called the police. Welcome again to your new home at 657 Boulevard. The watcher wrote, The workers have been busy and I have been watching you unfold carfuls of your personal belongings. The dumpster is a nice touch. Have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. This time, the watcher had dressed Derek and Maria directly, misspelling their names as Mr. and Mrs. Braddis. Had the watcher been close enough to hear one of the Brodus's contractors addressing them? The watcher <sighs> boasted of, <laughs> of having learned a lot about the family in the pre preceding weeks, especially about the children. The letter identified the Brodus's three kids by birth, order, and by their nicknames. The ones Maria had been yelling, I am pleased to know you by your names now, in the name of the young blood you have brought to me. It said, you certainly say their names often. The letter asked one about one child in particular whom the writer had been using an easel inside an enclosed porch. Is she the artist in the family? It's the uncle. It's it, it, it didn't always say the, about uncle. the uncle. No, that's the one who's writing the letters. It's always the uncle. I knew it was my uncle. Who's your uncle? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> The letter continued. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the, uh, will the young blood play in that basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic or will they call you? Or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. I will help. It will help me to know who is in, is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. All of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the home, through the house. Who am I? I am the watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. The Woods family turned it in over to you. It was their time to move on and kindly sold it when I asked them to. I pass by many times a day, 657 Boulevard. It is my job, my life, my obsession. And now you are the Braddis family. Welcome to the product of your greed. Greed is what brought you, brought the past three families to 657 Boulevard, and now it's brought me to you, brought you to me. Have a happy moving in day. You know I will be watching. Derek and Maria stopped bringing their kids to the house. They were no longer sure uh, when or if they would move in. Several weeks later, a third letter arrived. Whoa. They haven't even moved in yet? No, it's been a little like... They were renovating a little bit. You know, obviously, the house was built in 1905. And slowly and slowly, I guess, they're moving in. But they haven't even like fully moved in. I'm fucked and up. And they're man. already receiving all this shit? Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> no, I'm not fucked up, guys. Honestly, I'm, at, I'm okay. like a good six now. Sorry. Real quick. Yes, this was me. So, yes, file a report with the police. I would say, like, a doorbell. Like, you know, the door ring. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, ADT yeah, security. Like the camera thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. ADT security. <coughs> you scared me. Diego. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Uh, all the burps are Tito. You yeah. can tell. We might have to make this into part two. I was about to. I was just about to ask you. Is this gonna have to be a part two yeah. or a two-parter? Yeah, I'm gonna leave you guys on a on a on a, uh, on a cliffhanger. Hang, I was gonna say hang note <laughs> <laughs> on a cliffhanger. All right, but real quick, I want to say, if this was you, well, you just kind of answered my question. You would put the fucking ring doorbell on there. So I mean, oh, when was this? This is recently, honestly. Honestly, it just recently sold in 2019. But this story isn't from 2019. Nah. They bought it in 2014, I think. Was Ring around then? For sure, for sure. Like, I mean, for uh, sure, any security. House, yeah, like, like house security. Like ADT or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have done that. I would have filed a report. Also... I would have just put like a little note in the mailbox, be like, yo, what's up, the watcher? Come over. I don't fucking care. This and that. Come over for like a nice, a nice brew. This and that. And then when he comes over, wait, 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 don't get me wrong. And then when he comes over, fuck his shit up. I don't assuming, assuming it's the right person. But, (laughs) but like, wouldn't you think like the cops, or at least do somebody something. would take this more seriously and be like, yeah, yo, there's like multiple letters coming in of like this, this, and this, like stick out the place. Like who the fuck is this person? Honestly. Okay. Okay. So I listen to so many true crime podcasts, maybe not so many, like three, but <laughs> like in the past, like two, two and a half years that I've listened to them, there's so many stories where like cops literally don't do shit. I know. Until, like, it's either too late or it becomes too like, big of a problem. Yeah. Like, real, real, real fucking serious. Yeah. So, I'm at, at this point. At this point, I would get. I'm like, not really surprised. I would stake out myself, you know, get all my family, get all the fucking cholos. No, dude, at this point, I. No, at this point, yeah. I'd call, like, a cousin, a friend over this and that. I'd call out of work for a whole month straight and I'd just sit outside my window. Oh no, but he said he'd be looking in the windows, right? Because he says he has perfect yeah. view of all the windows. But I mean, then you can have your family or whoever maybe, like maybe through... stake out like at the end of the streets, have them sleep in the cars, you know, get some tinted ass yeah. cars. Honestly, just look for some random ass guy dropping yeah. mail in the Like, the okay, mailbox. if they're dropping notes in the mailbox, wouldn't you be able to tell who is dropping the notes in the mailbox? That's what I would think. You know, like stake out or put a fucking camera towards the mailbox, like Yo, who's dropping this shit off? Yeah, okay. Unless they're so, actually mailing it, you know? That's like true. I'm sure it doesn't have a return address or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're probably dropping it off because he said that he's been walking by several times he didn't a day. He say that. He said he could be one of the, the walkers. Like, oh. He could, he, but I got people you. pass by. Like, he can be one of them. He can be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, got you, got you. I don't know. But, like, but he says his dad was a watcher before him and his grandpa was a watcher before him you know what the fuck yeah so honestly dude yeah like exactly what we're saying like security system camera whatever all that shit stakeout like your own stakeout Ooh, have a carne asada. yes dude everybody Legit. would be over and the watcher would be over the watcher would be over yeah that sounds good right now 
Carne asada. Carne asada. I have steaks in the freezer. We have pizza right here. My too. family steaks that you were talking shit about. <laughs> Your family steaks. <laughs> uh, Whatever, man. You don't know how I make steaks. They're bomb. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Take that bomb. back. Take that back. No, no, they're not bomb. <laughs> they're good. They fill you up. <laughs> <laughs> they do the job. <laughs> Anything edible would do the job. But we got pizza. Yo. I am a bomb-ass seasoner of meat. Anybody who's had my steaks. Have you made a steak for me? Yeah. Where did you at, Edgar's? Did you? I thought he made those steaks. He grilled them, but I seasoned them. Yeah, they weren't that good. Shut the fuck up. They're better than yours. Let's have a season off. I will. Let's do it. What do you season your steaks with? This is a little off track, yeah, but surprise. this is perfect. I'll tell you what I season my steaks with. You just use salt and pepper, you tell me. Nope. And semen. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> At Harvey's litter. Well, if you want to know what I season my steaks with, you're just going to have to tune into the next episode, guys. Honestly, because uh, we're running out of time here. Yes, so, guys. Uh, tune into the second part, part two, coming in like thirty. Well, it'll be recorded in like a couple seconds, but it'll be uploaded like in thirty minutes, give or take. So yeah, we love you guys. Stay tuned. Part two. Part two coming soon. Cliffhanger. Dun dun dun. Also, what is season my steaks with? Ah, oh, better than Diego's. Anyways, uh. yeah, right. All right, guys. Love you guys. Bye.